The Big Red Bench. Saturday and Sunday from 6 p.m. Cork's Red FM. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Glad you could join us for the Big Red Bench on this Sunday evening. A Sunday that has seen Imo Killy crowned Cork County Senior Hurling Champions for the third year in a row after their win today over Glen Rovers. We'll have reaction from the Imo Killy camp coming up very, very shortly indeed. We'll hear from Polly O'Sullivan and we'll hear from Decky Dalton and we'll hear from the manager, Frank Condon, who we're hearing has stepped down after five years in charge of the divisional side more on that in just a little bit also on the show today we're going to look back on Ireland's defeat to New Zealand we're going to hear from Joe Schmidt in his uh, final interview as Ireland boss we're also going to look back on Cork City win over Dundalk after they won 1-0 on Friday night I'm going to get some analysis from Georgia Callahan as well how many tickets to wait to the Senior Football Championship final that's all to come on the Big Red Bench between now and 6 Rory here with you until 7pm uh, this evening on the Big Red Bench. Keanu Regan is down in Parky Room. We're going to hear from him in a bit. Uh, he was down at Achilles win uh, as, as they beat Glen Rovers this afternoon. Uh, it was a three in a row victory uh, for uh, Achilles after that fantastic uh, performance today against Glen Rovers. And uh, we'll hear from them in just a little bit. Manchester United, meanwhile, are leading Liverpool by a goal to nil at Old Trafford. 74 and a half minutes at the clock. And uh, it is Man United 1, Liverpool 0. And uh, the form books uh, certainly couldn't have predicted this one. Manchester United, uh, the better team as well in this game but they are a goal up thanks to Marcus Rashford's goal in the first half and uh, Liverpool uh, looking to get back into this one uh, but it's still Manchester United 1 uh, Liverpool nil. we're going to wrap up all today's action in a bit but uh, probably going to go straight uh, to uh, Park you're in to get some reaction uh, from the senior uh, football championship or senior hurling championship I do beg your pardon Kieran O'Regan uh, is down there as I mentioned and uh, he has been chatting to Fergal Condon after McKilly made it at three in a row of senior hurling championship titles uh, Fergal very happy man oh unbelievable um, a brilliant day for his cock a brilliant day for McKilly great for our families and our friends and the support that we had today was phenomenal what a belt of a game um, you know, I said it in previous interviews there a while ago. Cock hurling was crying off or something like that, where players could play and they exposed their skills. And, you know, there's knocks and hits in hurling. We all know it. And we have to be expecting it. And we got it today. We got it, you know, we got fire and everything that the Glen had. They threw a lot at us. Um, I think, you know, in fairness, you could go cribbing about Nathan Ball. I wouldn't drop my move because there was, there was knocks here and there. But that's hurling. Leave the game flow. And I thought he did a great job that way. Um, I suppose, you know, the Glen Din, the passion that they came with I've never seen it in any one of the club sites that we've played in the five years I've been involved um, and to bring it in county final day you know, they were well aware that we are very tempted coming in and they attacked us from the front foot and I suppose all good for then, you know, like parties ball to share me in the first half, told like, you know, there were killer passes and we just got the goals again, you know, and yeah. goals win games yeah. um, The Glen started brightly, but were you, did you ever feel under pressure like, I know it was only started the game uh, like you have to leave you know I mean you have to leave a team set like if you panic after five minutes you're never going to win anything you know this game now is 64 65 minutes long and there's, everything is a chapter you know you get over the first quarter and get to half time and you have a chat at half time and you come back out and you assess your uh, your team and the way you're going and that's where your statsmen come into play you know Eugene and Jack they were brilliant for me you know the last three years and of course like you know they were have to point over our weaknesses there at half time which is very important to me yeah. um, Listen you've been with this squad for quite a while a couple of years ago when maybe nobody wanted it the, the first go but you have to run the train road that must that's obviously very special for him of course it is it's very special it's very special for my house at home the wife and kids you know Sinead and Bridget and Tomas you know they're the backbone of what I do and we'll be going forward as well um, to be able to get out to get a team like this it takes time and it takes up a lot of your time and it's the same for the players and the other selectors and the management the rest of the management team you know just thumbs up every Monday night when we went to be out and the last couple of weeks in particular you know this was always going to be a real battle because as everybody knows the Glen had the previous two counties won before ourselves and you know they weren't going to lay down today and they didn't either that's a great testament to Richie Callagher and his management team you know and he's an unbelievable Glenman um, to get the last to fire the way they play today um, it was a special kind of a victory for us from that point of view because we were playing in the second best thing I suppose if you like we've not been smart now 
Yeah. You got a bit emotional there talking about the family. They're here. You were in for a picture there as well. Everyone was pulling and dragging it to get in. Yeah. And it, they obviously mean a lot to you as well. Because you have to be left out of the house. <laughs> oh, yeah. I sure like it's every other Holland man in the country, like, you know. But, I mean, you couldn't keep me in there. I'd break up and then break out or something. But um, I tell you, you know, like, I have a great wife at home and two kids. And, you know, my parents are still around, thankfully. And I have a big family of five brothers, three sisters. And they're all here today. Um, that's very special. And their children, you know. And the whole house was buzzing. And the whole neighbourhood where I come from, small, small little village in Saline. And, you know, my club and I had a great day for me. This is more like a club team than a divisional team. It's been said a million times over the last few years. But you can see it every time you play. Even the, the Father Neil said, who would have been out on their feet last week. No signs of any, you know, uh, hangover from the week or anything like that. Nah, they're an unbelievable club, you know. They'll do well at seeing themselves now. And Klein are gone up as well. And Paddy Sull is a brilliant man, you know. Um, look... You know, the, the father and his lads are one of the backbone of the team. We, you know, John Millerick and Joe Millerick, you know, Danny Harrington, uh, Billy Dunn, Mark O'Keefe, and the bold Dickie Dalton. I know he said the word bold, he's lethal. Um, he's the greatest slap of a ball I've ever seen in my life. I've not, I'm able to say it now because <laughs> I'm finished with him, McKinley, as of that final whistle myself. So, um, what a hurler. He's some future ahead of him. And I thank the, not alone the Father Needs Club, but every other club that have supported me in the management team and the players. Um, and of course, that starts with St. Titus and Jamie Hannity, who has been an unbelievable servant to everybody. He's, I suppose, UCC, his club, St. Titus, his county, and now ourselves in Inikili. And you know, I don't know how many fellas have walked up the steps in Parky Ring and Parky Keefe to pick up cups, but he's certainly one fella who deserves it. You mentioned that the end of it for yourself and Michele. Is there any way? I know you're involved in Cork now next year, but uh, there's no way you could be tempted back in after doing the three in a row. You've had your lap. <laughs> well, I say it's such a hard thing to do to stand in front of 30, 4 or 5 gentlemen that you really admire and probably, you know, just say, tell them that you're moving on. Um, I found that emotionally very hard myself, I'll only be honest. But. Um, because we be, we've built up a great band and you know we trust one another fellas look out for each other if there's a problem they'll let you know and you can sort it out man to man and that's the way it should be you know um, I suppose on top of that then you know it's, it's just the duty of care and then on top of that then the way they play when they tag off and put the jersey in the back um, it's unbelievable and you know I'm proud of each and every one of them and look lastly before I leave you go because I don't want to stop it from celebrating either but um What's the, the plan next? I know you're with Cork, but apart from rest, <laughs> what are you going to be doing? I suppose, you know, like I've, I, I walk a shift, I work two days, two nights, and I have six off then, you know, but um, I have great colleagues at work as well, to be fair, and, I, and that's, that's a place to add the lads, you know, I get help out, I should be at work today, you know, and I thank Ron Corbin, the fellow walked me there, he's going to do my shift, and I'll be back Tuesday morning, but... Um, Ah, uh, sure, look, I'm going to enjoy the rest of this year. No, we have a lot of work to do with the under-20s mm-hmm. to get them up and running now, and I'm looking forward to that. There's a fantastic management team there, and Pat Ryan and, and Donald Lamani and, you know, um, Wayne Sherlock and Brendan Coleman, and we're after two meetings now, and, you know, that's next for me, you know. Um, I suppose Pat will be leading the way there. Um, he'll give me plenty of work to do. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to it. I love it. Uh, I've been involved with Dennis Ring and his backroom team last year and I'm very grateful to Dennis for everything he's taught me down through the years. You know, He's been fierce and lucky as a manager but he's a man who's put in some serious hours in the car calling and I couldn't forget that by mentioning that either. Yeah, absolutely fantastic stuff there from Immokili boss for, for the Condon. The former Immokili boss as of the final whistle, as he said himself, stepping down after five years in charge after guiding Immokili to three uh, championship titles in a row uh, very emotional stuff very proud moment for him as he said for his family for his club and as he said in that interview he was uh, proud to, to have those players uh, playing for, uh, for him and uh, he thanks all the clubs as well very very classy stuff from uh, Fergal Condon after their win over Glen Rovers today in the Senior Hurling Championship final uh, in Mokili, uh winning on a scoreline of 217-216 going to hear from more from Immokili just a quick update from Old Trafford still Manchester United won Liverpool and Marcus Rashford's first half goal and it's still separating the sides 83 minutes now on the clock there but we're going to get more from the Immokili camp and from Kieran O'Regan uh, we are going to hear from Immokili's uh, Paddy O'Sullivan Paddy obviously uh, absolutely delighted with that win yeah look it's incredible oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good that's good 
Yeah, look, incredible feeling. Just what we expected coming up that the Glen were gonna, the Glen were gonna throw absolutely everything at us. And look, they they certainly did that for 65, 66, 67, however many minutes it was. We were just lucky to get over the line there in the end. Yeah, you'd meant, I think you were quoted during the week how much you wanted to win this because it was probably going to be your last with Emmy Killy. Obviously, it means a lot to you as well. Yeah, massively. Look, as I said, as fellas are not keen enough to remind me there. You know, look, my first three county finals with Clare, we managed to lose him. So look. It's nice to kind of reverse. It's nice to reverse that trend there for a change. And you know, as you say, look, we're climbing up senior. It's nice to finish it heading the other direction for a change. Um, you're more like a club team than a division load for you can see that the way you play and you train and even recover and everything like it obviously means a lot to the, to the group of you as well yeah very much so look I think that's something that people are uh, people are very keen to throw at us look that we're a division we're not a club team when it comes when it comes down to a battle that you know the club team will roll us over because they want it more but look I think we showed there today when the going got really tough we wasn't as free flowing maybe as we would have liked but we dug in did we ride our luck a couple of times we most certainly did but uh, look we got over the line as we said we stuck together took the feet in and very very fortunate to get over the line in the end and listen it was incredibly close at half time and at full time but maybe that goal just before in the first half probably was winning and losing of it even though there was a whole second half there yeah look it was a massive score I think at the end of the day we won, we won by a goal and look we were fortunate it was a nice break just kind of pop by way and shame look great finish from him he did the rest but as you say getting a score like that before half time after maybe riding a lucky small but for the first half of the game you know it was a key score in the game and won ultimately they couldn't they couldn't pull back in the end Listen you'll obviously enjoy this but uh, it's Klein now with senior next year it's obviously great to be back senior even if yeah. it is the second year it's still senior with Klein Yeah look it's a massive achievement you know we've been down over a couple of years we didn't quite get there the way we would have wanted but look as you say we're senior it's new competition it's a new beginning from everyone Look, as you say, I think we'll enjoy this now for a couple of days and we'll start worrying about Klein and when that day comes round. The big red bench on Corks for that fan that's uh, Klein's Paddy O'Sullivan there speaking to Kieran O'Regan after him McKillamore Crown County Champions for the third year in a row. Uh, Liverpool have equalised against Manchester United. Adam Lalana slotting home at the back post after some poor Manchester United defending. 85 and a half minutes on the clock. Manchester United won. Liverpool won. Uh, more from him McKillie. Going to hear from Decky Dalton. Decky, obviously delighted with that uh, county championship win. It's two in a week. Oh yeah, definitely um, delighted with that. Like this is three and all with Emmerichilly. Like for Ireland, with the last uh, five years, it's bringing a massive, uh, a massive um, work rate intensity to this. And he brought like a week. Emmerichilly were coming from nowhere, came from nowhere there uh, three years ago. So I think how we got over the line with Lund for Ireland, and hopefully in the next year or two that he can push it on with Cork. Like so. Yeah, that's it's, talk about, it's two titles in a week for you. The, the big win, obviously, last week with Father O'Neill. It's massive. You're up senior now as well with him. There's not many people can win two two county titles in a week. No, no. I'm just delighted, really, to be honest with you, because uh, like last week, I said in 2016 that I wanted to try to get this club up senior, and we reached our goal last week of getting to the senior B. And, uh, like I'm gone with him, I'm gone from Immaculate now next year, and a lot of there's a few climb boys gone from Immaculate next year. So like Immaculate are a serious outfit. It doesn't matter what they put out in the field, they can like they can pull players from East Cork and like the serious talent in East Cork. And when East Cork are going well, when Immaculate are going well, Cork are seem to be going well. So if we can get Immaculate playing well for the whole time that means it'll push on Cork it'll make Cork better and it'll make Cork championship better Listen you mentioned obviously this is your last title with, with McKilly for a while anyway maybe you'd, I'm sure you'd rather Father Hale stay senior anyway but um, obviously th- this is massive for you and that like McKilly you're like a club team as well it's not just a, a division Oh yeah it's uh, it's like a club team you go to, you go to training and you have the you have the crack you, have, you enjoy you enjoy with the lads like so uh, and it's very enjoyable like it's it's like a club team like it's playing with your lads from uh, Yall Ides Killa or not Killa but Ides and stuff like so it's it's actually like a club team and we get on very well that's kind of what what I see what's going on in McKinley like and look I'm not going to keep you one last one um, there's no rest for you because you've Munster Championship now with Father O'Neill's as well yeah Munster Championship in two weeks time but I'll enjoy now the break next week uh, this is uh, I think it's 11 11 or 10 weeks on the track for Five lads that from O'Neill's, like so. Half an hour in Munster, we can push on against the Limerick. 
Yes, Decky Dalton there speaking after Emma Achilles win today over Glen Rovers uh, in the Senior Hurling Championship final uh, to secure the three in a row. First uh, side since the Bars uh, in the early 80s to make it a three in a row of Cork County Senior Hurling Championship uh, titles. So congratulations indeed to everyone involved and uh, Emma Achilles will get Kieran O'Regan's thoughts uh, a little bit later on in the show when he gets back from Porky Run. Uh, 89 minutes on the clock now at Old Trafford. Manchester United won, Liverpool won. Adam Lallana equalising for the Reds. It's his first goal for Liverpool since May of 2017 uh, so it looks like that's going to end all square but Liverpool now looking more likely to go and get uh, the next goal I was going to recap all the day's other action today as well uh, we will go to Old Trafford though first for an update from Peter Smith Manchester United won Liverpool won Jurgen Klopp named all used all three substitutes in the second half one of them has levelled Adam Lalala at the back post totally unmarked as the United defence left him undetected to fire in connecting with a low left wing centre it's Manchester United won Liverpool won yeah, absolutely terrible marking from the Man United players there to uh, allow Liverpool to score that goal. Uh, elsewhere, there was two games today in Park in the first of which saw St. Michael's defeat Canturk in the Premier Intermediate Football Championship semi-final replay. St. Michael's 2-11, Canturk 7 points was how that finished. Michael's now face Aarog in the final. Nearly months to win the Championship, Cork have beaten Limerick 3-17 to 8 points. Football as well today, Rangers missing out on the chance to return to the top of the Scottish Premiership. They drew one all with Hearts today their boss Stephen Gerrard says they paid for a slow start the first five minutes we were really poor we never started the game with the right attitude and the right mentality we never competed well enough and um, we're lucky that we couldn't we went two goals down rather than one you know they hit the bar with a, with a great effort and we were just second best in the opening exchanges so Rangers level on points with Celtic with the same goal difference of 21 however Celtic have scored a goal more they've scored 28 they've conceded 7 compared to Rangers 27 conceded 6 so Celtic still top of the table by virtue of that extra goal scored also the Metropolitan Police are investigating after an FA Cup tie between Haringey Borough and Yeovil Town was abandoned yesterday because of racist abuse and missiles being thrown their players came off the pitch of claims that they were spat at by Yeovil fans the manager Tom Lloyds who told his players to leave the field and the referee admitted he could not guarantee the safety of the players RNG Borough captain Rakeem Richards says they had no choice that kind of behaviour you can't have that anywhere even on, on, in a, on a football game to have people doing stuff like that that has to be eradicated don't know how but it is I think at the top of the list Five minutes to be added on at Old Trafford. Liverpool looking for the winner. Manchester United sitting very, very deep indeed as they look to, to uh, keep uh, Liverpool out. Liverpool uh, won Manchester United, won at Old Trafford and uh, one minute of the five has uh, been played. So four minutes left there to go. Now the Rugby World Cup's been whittled down to four teams as well. England and New Zealand will meet in the last uh, four next week. The other semi-final will be made up of Wales and South Africa. They have respective wins over France and Japan today. The, the Wales-France match couldn't have been closer Warren Gatlin's side winning by a single point Welsh lock Alan Wynne-Jones said they were lucky especially as France went down to 14 men I think we were, we were slow at the blocks um, we haven't been particularly that we probably continued in a, a similar vein now we started against Fiji which is slightly disappointing but uh, the character we showed to come through obviously there was a, an advantage in the second half after the card but you know we kept plugging away and um, came on the right side of the scoreboard that's where Gavin Moynihan finishing up in a tie for fifth at the French Open in Paris. The Dubliner shooting a level power around 71 today, leaving him eight under for the tournament. Four shots off the winner, Nicholas Colesart. And trainer Willie Mullins has paid tribute to Wicklow Brave, calling him a legend of his yard on Twitter. The 10-year-old sadly died after falling at the final flight of the American Grand National last night with Paul Townend on board. Wicklow Brave ran 59 races over obstacles and on the flat, winning 17 of those. He wins in the St. Ledger and at the Cheltenham Festival. All right, uh, going to uh, move on now. We'll have more from uh, Parker in, in just a bit. We'll talk to uh, Kieran O'Regan to get his thoughts on uh, Imo Killy's three in a row success. But we didn't have time to stop at Cork City yesterday. Very busy show yesterday uh, with uh, the uh, Congress happening in Parky Cueve and uh, with uh, the uh, Ireland defeat at the Rugby World Cup. But we're going to go back to Cork City's win over Dundalk on Friday night. Um, haven't Hasn't been too much to cheer about for Cork City fans this season but they 1-0 win 
at the cross on Friday night uh, certainly was one of the highlights of the year Daryl O'Connor's goal just in a stroke of half time after being expertly played in by Benny and O'Brien Whitmarsh uh, to score the game's only goal to uh, give uh, Cork City uh, just their ninth win of the season they wrap up their campaign against Shamrock Rovers uh, next Friday night in Tala but uh, Colm O'Sullivan was there and he got the analysis of George Callan and also spoke uh, to Cork City chairman Declan Carey The last few weeks it looks like you're starting to become like a Neil Fenn's team and I thought that tonight they're really well set up um, they hit they hit Dundalk on the break they tried to suck him in and it was a fantastic finish from O'Connor he's been really bright the last couple of games and um, it's exactly what they needed and you know I said as I said uh, a few weeks ago the lads bringing, Dec- bringing um, Fenny in in the last few games gets him to see Evan before the start of next season and it's all positive now and hopefully it can keep going that way uh, great atmosphere as well we see there's still some fans in the shed chanting and singing and shouting there uh, it's like the old days yeah that's what we want you know and listen we know it hasn't been the best of seasons and we know how great the Cork City fans are and we're still the biggest club in Ireland with the best fans in Ireland and, um, and you know as we spoke before the game there's been a lot of lads that leave the club in the next couple of weeks they will really miss this club when they look back in their career and it'll probably be the best time they had in their career so um, anyone that's lucky enough to be involved and play for Cork City should really make the most of it because it is really special it's a privilege to play for the club obviously and as you said some of those guys are going to be gone there's some will stay do you think anyone might have changed Neil Fenn's mind tonight or do you think his mind is made up at the stage I think his mind's made up and um there was a big difference. Like we've watched the games recently. Like there's a big difference tonight from what it was, and I suppose last month. But um, what's that down to? Is the players? What well, we don't know, do we? Do you know, um, they've just been really disappointing. Tonight they look like they're back to all their old selves again. Is that because they're scouts sitting in the stands? Yeah, you wonder why they get so fired up for a game against Dundalk if they can't do it for a game against Van Harps. Yeah, that, you know that's true and. I think I think a lot of the games. I think nearly I say seventy percent of the games this year they didn't look look off for it, but they obviously did tonight. They all have their own reasons for it, but um, I'm just delighted they've got the win. It sends Fenny away the last home game with a win, and um, just go beat Shamrock Rovers now next week away, and we're all happy again. It's important for Fenny because he, he had a disastrous start really the first two games. Uh, things just didn't go his way. It was a bit bad luck, a few bad results, but two wins in a row now, and whatever with last week tonight was a well deserved win, and uh, that's very important for him and, and to get up and running here as well. Yeah, and I've been saying all along, Fenny's a really shrewd character. He's a really clever guy in the football and world. He's been there, done it. He was in, the, in England the same time it was. He's came back. He made a good career for himself here. And Fenny will make the right decisions for Cork because it's a big, massive step for him in, in his football in his football management career. And you know what? That must have been really a couple of lonely weeks. Yeah. I know he's living his own. His family will be coming down soon to him. But you know, if you're sitting in the house and you're t- thinking all the time, you're losing games, especially with the media coverage that we get in Cork and social media. So. You know what? It's it's one little step at a time to get us back to where we want to be, but it seems like it's getting there after watching tonight's performance. And he seems popular with the fans. They seem to like him. You can't help but not like Fenny, though. He's a great character. Um, he's probably a mixture between uh, Pat Dolan and uh, Caulfield, I would say. <laughs> it's a good mix, in fairness. Yeah, you know, and, uh, and uh, you know, he's a great guy. And let, let, you know what? Let's let's all get behind him now for the new season, and let's see what they can do. Brilliant. Uh, George, thanks a million. Going to bring in Declan Carey. Uh, Deck, your first season as chairman. It, it's been a, an up and down season and it's, it's, it's been, a, I suppose, a difficult season really and you had difficult decisions to make but uh, it's a nice way to finish it off tonight. Yeah, look, Colm, I think uh, you, you hit the nail on the head there. It's been a difficult season for everyone but look, I think you can still hear the, the crowd singing behind us here. I think everyone left here now with a, an air of positivity. Um, we still have one game left, of course, next weekend, Shamrock Rovers but look, going into next year now, I know we've uh, our, our marketing campaign is a city rising but look, I think the fans can definitely you get the feeling that you know it is a city rising and Neil is starting to put his own stamp on the on the way the team play now as well and things are looking good now for next season you know we'll um Fans will have this lasting memory of Turner's Cross from, uh, from 2019. Of course, yeah, we haven't had some great results, but look, um, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, and I'm sure we'll uh, we'll be back here no stronger than ever next season. Exactly. And I mean, tonight was great. The atmosphere was like like we've had over the last few years. It was like one of the the games against Dundalk that we've had for the last five years, and that's been missing really all this season. So even in terms of going forward, selling season tickets and things. It, it's an important win tonight yeah it is and look as you said the atmosphere here tonight was fantastic and yeah you touched on it there with George as well tonight was the last night a couple of these lads will play in uh, Turners Cross in front of the home crowd um, and look yeah I think they, they kind of really did up their game um, against Dundalk I think it could have been anyone really it's like as I said it's their last game at Turners Cross um, you know for the foreseeable they'll probably be back here with a different team maybe but uh, yeah they've had some uh, great couple of years a lot of the, the team that played there tonight and yeah we were 
wish them the best now I think uh, of course one game left next week and um, you know I'm sure the, the away fans next week will cheer them on as well and hopefully we get one last great performance against the uh, Rovers again and really help us kick on then into the off season and a few fresh faces that Neil will plan on bringing in I know he's already done a lot of homework on that front already as George said there you know it's been a hectic couple of weeks for him I know he's you know um, moved his whole life down to Cork uh, he's on his own as well which is you know huge for him and it's, it's very difficult as I said a few poor results and uh, yeah I think tonight now will kind of make all that worthwhile and yeah he'll be uh, the happiest man in Cork today Yeah it's Declan Carey uh, Cork City Chairman in conversation there with Colm and we heard from that city legend uh, George O'Callaghan as well as finished one all at Old Trafford Manchester United one Liverpool one is how it finished Marcus Rashford for United Adam Lanana with the goal uh, for Liverpool going to hear from uh, Neil Fenn briefly I asked him on Friday night was that the best performance of his tenure yeah I felt yeah probably you know against the opposition that, that was there I mean, you know they're a, they're a very good team and cause you lots of lots of problems with their movement and their quality on the ball but I felt we dealt with it reasonably well especially in the first half obviously in the second half we were under a lot of pressure and and players had to step up and Ty got to step up and make make some saves but I felt that we were we were we were threatening enough um, and, and, and kept the ball really well at times and, and played some good stuff uh, and the goal itself was spectacular the, the through ball just caught it in dark defence nothing basically yeah I, you know I said at half time I felt that probably the one thing that did let us down in the first half was the final ball in, in their in their final third I felt that a lot of the times we rushed it and we, and we gave it away when we didn't have to um, but Benny did really well playing Darren and Dara took a took another goal like he did last week it was excellent Do you feel like you've given the fans a glimpse what's to come now next season that's the standard you want to understand um, You know we're not getting carried away it, it, it was a we've had, we've had you know good performances in patches and, and not so good not so good at other times it's just trying to gel it all together to get a 90 minutes out of it it wasn't perfect today by by any means and there was still still a lot to work on so we, we got the we got the result we wanted but you know we know there's lots of work to do and the atmosphere tonight certainly helped as well Oh, was, you know, this is this is the best place to play football in, you know, anyway. But especially when the crowd are like that, you know, they they get really behind us, and it's, the place was rocking. And you know, it feels good. It feels really good that we've gave we've gave them because they haven't had a, you know, they've suffered this year. So it's good to have, you know, the, the last game of the season that you can sign to go home with and, and could be happy for that. Yeah, and certainly were happy leaving at Turner's Cross on the few times this season. More Cork City fans absolutely delighted uh, leaving the cross. Going to go to Old Trafford, uh, get a full time report from Peter Smith. Manchester United won, Liverpool won, United led thanks to Marcus Rashford's close-range strike as he connected with Daniel James' precise cross. Liverpool thought they'd level before the break, but VAR decreed that Sadio Mane had handled before shooting. Jurgen Klopp looked on at a below-par performance using three second-half substitutes, and one of them snatched a late equaliser as Adam Lallana was left undetected at the back post to steer in a low cross from Andrew Robertson. It ended Manchester United 1, Liverpool 1. Yeah, just a complete moment of uh, lapse of concentration from United there to allow Liverpool in, but I don't think Liverpool fans are going to be too upset about that. Right, still to come, we're going to get analysis from Kieran O'Regan on Emma Killy's success. Today, we're also going to hear from Joe Schmidt and Rory Best as they bid farewell to Ireland. The Big Red Bench. Saturday and Sunday from 6 p.m. You're listening to The Big Red Bench, Sean Corks, FM Rory here with you until 7pm. I've been joined by Kieran O'Regan, who's made a mad dash from Porky Rin, uh, following that senior hurling championship win for McKilly, their third in a row. And we also heard that Fergal Condon was stepping down. We'll get to that in a bit. But first off, Kieran, um, better team one? Better team one, but an absolute helter-skelter game. There was a, an ad in that break there for uh, blood pressure. To, to <laughs> a lot of people's blood pressure in that match. It was just, it was so... Full on. It was mm. um, for a neutral. It would have been. I would have thought anyway. It was a, a great game to to watch. A real, you know, just they really went at it. Both teams. It was fantastic. You were going to expect Glen Rovers to do that anyway because uh, everyone was writing Glen Rovers and anyone else who had played uh, in McKilly this year off. So it was fantastic to see Glen Rovers um, put it up to them, and they almost came back into it. The only, I think, probably the changing of the game was early on actually when uh, Seamus Harnady's uh, goal went in after a stray puck out in the first half uh, that possibly was the changing of it but um, huge win for him McKilly uh, slightly the better team won yeah what, were, what kind of game was it I mean like as you say it was helter skelter but I mean like um, neither side really dominated and was kind of tit for tat for most of the, the 60 minutes 
Yeah, real tit for tat. Um, we did actually um, talk about it with Mark Landers yesterday how it could come down to freeze, and it, it certainly did. Uh, he, didn't, dec- he didn't want that at all. He wanted a free flowing. <laughs> No, it didn't. But in against fifteen game, it, it is what it is. Especially like even a free in in the team's own half. Um, the likes of Decky Dalton and Patrick Horgan are going to more than likely score them, and that's what happened. Patrick Horgan got uh, eleven of his points. Eight of them were frees, and Decky Dalton uh, one goal and four points um, were frees out of his total haul of one seven. So there was a lot of scores from frees, but. So what can you do about it if there's a free there's a free but um, yeah we, we did talk about that yesterday Mark didn't want freeze but it is what it is uh, and the, the free I don't think anyone's going to be too upset about that I don't think uh, any of them really cared there Paddy, Decky or, or Fergal in that, those post-matches interviews but um, yeah I suppose no one side dominated the Glen started off better uh, you'll always have one side start off a bit better but Glen really just you know drove on from the start and McKilly took a small bit to get back into it um, until they did and then they started going at it then Glenn came back and it was kind of tit for tat for, for the whole game and it, you know the Glenn came so close towards the end um, mm. to to getting getting back at it but it, it, just, it was just too far now, the Glenn are one of the best sides this county's produced in, in, in decades I mean like to be in the final again to have won back to back county titles a couple of years back they're an incredible side they are, well, these two teams uh, have dominated Cork for the last decade. Um, and, you know, there's definitely, I would think anyway, there's a county title in this Glen Rovers team if they stick at it because a lot of people will have to think Emma are losing uh, an awful number of players for next year. Klein, Father Niels. Yeah, they're all gone. Players. And Fargo Condon going as well. Fergal Condon going there's just on the starting team there's one two three four uh, I think there that are gone from the starting team on Immokillian and there's many more subs there as well that won't be available to Immokillian next year it'll almost be like a rebuilding but you know four or five years ago there, there wasn't much talk of Immokillian either they, you know they couldn't get a manager to take on the team. Really, don't they? they do and you know Glen Rover cycle could be back on again Richie Kelleher um, took over at a time when the Glen maybe weren't so dominant uh, you know they, they got to the two county titles that they won and they they had a couple of slow years but they could be back again genuinely um, they're a fantastic outfit they, they really are they played brilliant hurling there obviously they've Patrick Horgan uh, he'll probably stay uh, at it for another while uh, hopefully anyway for, for both Glen Rovers and Cork but um they, they'll definitely come back I think and you know getting to that final I know the loss is very hard to take but I think they'll come back and of course they have the Munster Championship as well to look forward to run mm. well it's hard for sides when they've been beaten in the county final to go off and get themselves back up for Munster though, isn't it it's very hard we saw that with Blackrock a couple of years yeah. ago um, they just they I don't know they'll tell you they were up for it but the, the result on that day would suggest otherwise Middleton last year um, probably did make a go for it, but just coming out on the wrong side of the, their results. But um, they should give Munster a crack now. Um, I'm not sure who they're playing. I think it's Tipperary. It could be wrong on that or Limerick. Mm. But um, they'll they'll definitely give it. A, they should give it a crack because they're a very very good outfit. Um, you know, across the pitch. You know, they're they're a very good team. So hopefully they drive on. Um, and even next year hopefully they, they come back to the, the top because they're a very good outfit as well and you know the, the selectors there in the management are actually very they're very good as well it's whether will Richie stay on he's been at it for a long number of years we we did it in the the preview last week um, and it was on the podcast last night we but were you talking about the that. pride that comes from his voice this time with Glenn Rovers oh Glenn true and true absolutely mm. he's down in that clubhouse uh, more than he's at home. More than the night. Um, so, but they all are down in the Glen. They, you know, the, the whole club are. Um, it, it's a real fantastic club. So, look, hopefully they, they don't. Uh, this doesn't affect them that much, and, and they come back on, uh, do well in Munster, and come back next year for the the new county uh, senior championship. Uh, Fergal Condon uh, confirmed to you that he was stepping down uh, five years in charge uh, three titles he owes him of killing nothing uh, moving on now to a new role with Cork um, he has been incredible for the Simokali team over the last couple of years absolutely fantastic I wasn't expecting him to, to say that to me um, although you'd probably imagine that, you know you're after doing a three in a row you're going to be involved with Cork next year 
Um, you're losing a lot of players next year it's probably a right time to go maybe but mm. he is uh, stepping aside he got very emotional talking about that it was a brilliant interview actually if you've missed it it'll be on our podcast just after 7 o'clock but well worth checking out because uh, the emotion and just the raw honesty that Fergal um, showed in that interview is just well worth listening to yeah he, he really did get emotional uh, because like we, I mentioned it with him and the, the players I was talking to Immokili is like a club team to them mm. it's not a division to them They're, they've such a, a bond the, the whole panel there um, and they really bought into it but it is worth mentioning a couple of years ago nobody wanted to take that job mm. when, when Fergal came in and you know he just built something very very special along with his selectors as well there um, so it's very very special uh, team that was and it look he's he was involved with Dennis Ring as he mentioned himself there um, this year on the sideline he was more doing water carrier but I'm sure he had a bigger influence uh, on the training pitch but uh, he's officially as a selector next year with the under-20s and it'll be very interesting to see what they do now as well with Pat Ryan and co, you know. Um, we've got a few tweets into us um, about Ian McKilly and about divisions being allowed to play in the, the, the county championships. I don't think Ian McKilly are going to care about that tonight. Um, but um, it's only an issue, I suppose, when Ian McKilly or, or other divisional sides are winning. That's the thing. It's the same in the football with Duhallo. Uh, there's nobody really kicking up about Duhallo yet, but they were in the county final last year. If they win this year, I'm sure there'll be people uh, cribbing as well. But like I've said two or three times, they were in McKilly were not nobodies, but they they weren't anywhere near there uh, four or five years ago. So it, it, this only this happens every when when a team goes on a run. You know, it'd be the same with any other division. But a vote came up at Congress last year. Um, uh, ironically from Glen Rovers mm. and I think the Bears um, they brought that to get rid of the divisions and I think colleges and it was completely voted down voted yeah. against so uh, the the clubs have no issue with uh, Amy Killy and look a lot of lost people tweeting where they at the game today have they been to a lot of the McKilly mm. games I think you'd see if you went to it you'd see they are more like a, a club team I know they get to pick from I know there's 10 different clubs there um, and there's been people outside the county comment on that as well but it is what it is in, in Kerry they have two county senior championships mm. one the, it's one is the county championship and one is the club county championship right. the club championship is only played in the event that a division wins the county championship which seems kind of silly. <laughs> that seems, so essentially what happens in Cork is the if a division wins, like this year, Glen Rovers going to Munster, yeah. they don't do that in Kerry. It's the winner of the club championship uh, will go in. Right. Uh, it's, it's, anyway, it's very convoluted. But they, they've, um, I don't know, is it eight, six mm. to eight divisions anyway in their county championship in Kerry. And it's just the way it is. And look, it is what it is in, in Cork. They have to play off or they used to have to play off against each other it wasn't like they were dominating you know mm. um, and look any team worth their salt uh, will, will put it up to him Achille. just one last point there, there was only five and a half thousand people there so five five three six off the top of my head um, which is a disappointing crowd for a senior hurling championship final a number of factors I'd imagine for that is um, Immokili traditionally aren't well supported at matches uh, and secondly maybe the fact that it was played in Parkland as opposed to Parky Cueve would have put a lot of neutrals off I'm, I'm, I was very surprised when I heard that figure because it looked way, way more. Um, from my view, the the covered stand seemed to be almost full, barred the front section that's at a, a very strong slant, and the the standing or the terrace with the mm. roof, we'll say, um, that seemed full enough as well. Uh, so I, I was very surprised at that. I, I thought the number would be a lot more, but I, um, I don't know. Did they, you know, did a lot of people maybe come in that were free as well. I don't think they count that. I think that number is actually paid people in. Yeah. Uh, so there, there was a lot of kids there. But people on Twitter suggested uh, that there was a lot of sport on TV. Man United and Liverpool again. That would uh, probably possibly affect a neutral decision to go out or not. Um, someone saying there was a bigger crowd at the Hearty Cup final, but then someone making your point here saying that there was definitely more than five and a half thousand there. I definitely thought there was, but it was possibly the kids maybe because they'd be free under mm. 16s um, I, I'm still very surprised that it was only around five and a half but the the, the other thing was a lot of people were put off by the fact that it was Emi Killy um, in the final and they were saying no you, you know Emi Killy are going to walk it and Emi mm. Killy didn't walk it Glenn put it up to them and uh, I think a lot of those people missed out on an absolute cracker um, which is to their uh, Disappointment, mm. I'd say. The Senior Football Championship final is on now next week. Duhallow and Nemo Rangers going head-to-head. We have five pairs of tickets to give away to Duhallow and Nemo Rangers. So to enter, we just want you to text us your name and address, please. 
086-8104-106 we want you to answer this very simple question what is the name of the cup given to the senior football champions what is the name of the cup given to the senior football champions 086-8104-106 we'll draw the winners just before 7 o'clock and you can be heading along to Duhalla and Nemo Rangers in the senior football championship final uh, from next Sunday Alright, we are going to talk a little bit of rugby before we go uh, finish up here on the Big Red Bench on this Sunday evening. Of course, Joe Schmidt stepping down as Ireland coach yesterday, uh, not in the way he would have wanted after that uh, disappointing defeat uh, to New Zealand. And this was his reaction uh, following that game. I don't really have an excuse for it or, or a reason for it. Um, on the night, you can't afford to give the All Blacks access points like we did. Uh, that, they're good enough to win games without us inviting them in and uh, it was incredibly disappointing I, I think we're a little bit flat uh, you know, on, on the back of uh, having a few niggles during the week and we weren't quite sure what the team would be till, till Thursday and uh, I, I felt that we needed to get off to a good start to, to really build a bit of confidence and, and when, when that didn't happen I always felt that we'd be a bit vulnerable but uh, you know, once we were 22 nil down at half time, and again, you know, what was really frustrating about that, the third try, we had a really good space for, for Keith Earls on the trail line. Uh, we had a little bit of space on the overlap for Jacob Stockdale, and we just, we just didn't quite put things together. We spilt that ball, and on the back of it, the All Blacks scored, and they didn't really have to earn that. They, uh, they finished it off really well, but uh, those are those are the frustrating things because you've got to make the All Blacks work for everything if they're going to get it. And um, you know, I felt that in the past w- w- we had forced them to do that, even even when we'd lost them, and certainly, obviously, when we'd beaten them. So uh, that that made it very tough. Then we were chasing the game in the second half, and if you're chasing the game against the All Blacks and you're not absolutely nailed on, then you know you're going to allow them opportunities and that's exactly what we did straight after half time they took the ball back into their own 22 and we we catch it with a foot and touch where you know we, we probably should let that go and and then we've got a line out inside the 22 to start the the second half and to give ourselves a little bit of of oxygen but we we, we sort of invited them straight back in again Joe how do you account for the decline in performance over the last 11 months to go from what you were able to produce so consistently at that point to arriving at the most important moment of the whole thing and producing that performance um, yeah I, I think there's always a myriad of factors I do think when you hit a height uh, there is always a you know a, I, I guess a, a little bit of a a, a drop because it, it it's it's not perfect. We we work with human beings, and and um, you know inevitably when uh, when you've reached the height, there is uh, certainly not complacency, but there there, there was an unfortunate, uh, I suppose, aiming up for this tournament. One of the things that we tried to do was experiment a little bit in the Six Nations, give responsibility to a few younger players, try to build the group. We try to use the Six Nations as a platform for that because we felt that we'd won three of the last five of them, that that this is really what we wanted. And so that's why it's so devastating tonight, that what we really wanted, we didn't produce the performance that we needed on the night. And um, you know, while there, there might be a few reasons for that with uh, the, the short week that we had and, uh, and the niggles that we had so that we weren't quite, uh, you know, probably as... as uh, regenerated as we would have liked to have been those, those, that error count that was mentioned that, that does make it incredibly tough and uh, I, I don't really have a reason for that other than on the night there's always anxiety, there's always guys who, who might overreach and, and as a result you, um, you don't get the performance that you're looking for how much credit do you give to the All Blacks for, I guess, the unsettled nature of your performance? I think in the first half, they missed one tackle. Um, they obviously contributed to your, um, to, to, your, to your error rate. How much credit do you give them? Sure. <laughs> you know, we could have played really well and they still might have got over the top of us. That's how good they are. And, and uh, they were stifling. They, they made it very, very hard for us to breathe. And... Um, what was probably most frustrating, Mark, is that 
when we did have opportunities to breathe, we actually gave them oxygen back by missing touch or, or by missing a, a trail line when, when I felt we had an opportunity for a line break. And, and in the end, it's an all-black try. Um, so uh, I think it was a mix of the two for sure. They, they're a super team. And uh, I, you know, I, I said on Thursday that you have to be absolutely nailed on to topple them. And uh, we weren't nailed on. And that's that's how you get a 30-point differential on a scoreboard because uh, they they can they can accumulate those points so quickly because of the pressure they put on whether they've got the ball or not. And as you say, I think they missed one tackle in the first half, and we must we missed about 10. And you know that that differential is not great to start with. What did you make of Johnny Sexton's decision to uh, go for touch rather than take some points, uh, I think, with about 20 minutes gone? And how would you assess his performance overall tonight? Thank you. Yeah, again, those decisions are made by Rory and Johnny and, and Pete and those guys who are on-field leaders. Uh, that's, that's what you do when you coach. You, you help people become the leaders that, that they need to be and they make those decisions. And sometimes on the back of them, you, you get the points that you need and, and other times you don't. You know, I thought we were pretty unlucky toward the end of the half where we did decide to go for the, um, for the touch. And, you know, if we could have got a seven-pointer there at 22-7, you, you kind of feel like you've at least got a little bit of a toehold. So, you know, sometimes you, you, you're a little bit damned if you do and damned if you don't. Um, I think a couple of those penalties, certainly the, the ones where he missed touch, they were quite a long way out. I'm not sure that he would have taken a shot at those anyway. Yes, Joe Schmidt uh, speaking at his uh, final press conference as Ireland boss after yesterday's defeat to New Zealand. Uh, all right, just to uh, go back to Old Trafford, we are going to hear from briefly from uh, Liverpool boss Jurgen Klopp after their one-all draw with Manchester United. Now, VAR was involved a couple of times today. Ruled out a goal for Liverpool, and uh, Manchester United's goal was suggested. There was a foul from Lindelof in the build-up to that, but it was uh, waved away. So uh, Jurgen Klopp not too happy after uh, the uh, game uh, with VAR. They scored a goal which shows all the problems with VR. Because Mr. Atkinson, I'm sure, let the game run because things were VR. So that the, 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 the VR looks on it and says, oh, you decided like this, that's possible. Because foul or no foul. But it was a foul. Yeah, it looked a foul, all right, but I'm surprised it wasn't given. And Mane was um, disallowed. His goal was disallowed because um, the ball brushed off his hand as he tried to control uh, a ball over his shoulder. It's, uh, yeah, I don't like fair. We know that. Um, you're a referee. Do you like fair? It can help, but it's not, certainly not helping over in the Premier League at the moment. But they all wanted this brought in because um, they said it could help the game, and yeah, it's, it's, it's not helping. No, it's just annoying me, to be perfectly honest. Are we going to hear from um, Jordan Henderson, the Liverpool captain? What could have been better today, we know that. Um, I still feel as though towards the yeah, second half we we're, were much better and, um, and wanted to go and win the game. But if you can't win, don't lose. Uh, Andy Murray, meanwhile, has won his first tennis title since 2017. He came from a set down to beat Stan Vavrinka in the final of the European Open. Today, Murray, of course, having a uh, career-saving hip surgery earlier on this year, so his comeback is continuing in earnest. All right, going to hear briefly from Rory Best, who uh, played his final test uh, for Ireland yesterday in that defeat. He got quite emotional in this interview. That was an, an incredibly tough test match today. Obviously, I think whenever you play the All Blacks at, at this stage of the competition, they are... They're obviously in, incredibly focused. There, there's a lot of pressure on them, and, and I think we allowed them to, to get a good start, which took a little bit of the pressure off um, in terms of quarterfinals. I'm not sure. Maybe we, we put... You know, everyone talks about the, the pressure that's on the All Blacks for quarterfinals, but whenever you haven't won one and, and you feel you have an incredible opportunity because you've got a great coaching setup, you've got a great group of players, and, and maybe you put too much pressure on and. Maybe like Joe said, maybe we, we have been looking at this for for too long and, and we got sort of so focused on it that that we forgot to to win some of the little battles along the way over the last just under twelve months. Um like, um, we we wanted to set a bar that no Irish team had, had done before and we've done that numerous times under the sort of six and a half years with Joe and I, I think it was important for us to win a quarter final because then it becomes almost a habit 
you know, we, we talked about it years ago. Remember Paul O'Connell saying about, about beating France when we beat them three times in a row leading into the last World Cup that that then becomes a habit that you expect to beat France. Because before that, like a lot of the times whenever I was playing, they were the team that stopped us winning Grand Slams and, and that became a habit. And, and I think with Joe, he was able to take away a little bit of the fear factor that the All Blacks held in, in the last three tests. And I think when you do that, they see you coming a lot more and, and they're a lot more prepared. And when you get the best team in the world fully prepared and fully focused on you, um, it becomes that a little bit more difficult. And, and when you make a few errors, when there's a few errors forced upon you and, and you let them get their tails up on a big start, it becomes even harder. It was your last test match. How do you feel right now? Tired, sore, upset. Um, look, and I think it's... Joe did touch on it that, that right now you, you focus on what's just gone and we're incredibly disappointed. It was a, we have a, a lot of big tar- characters in that changing room. It's not often that you get a changing room that's, that's deadly silent and, and that was what happened. You know, there was, there was big men in tears and, and, you know, that's what happens whenever you put your heart and soul into everything. Um, but you hope, um, given time, that you get time to reflect on on what has been an incredible few years for this team and like I say right now it's it's focused on the disappointment but but we will look back I think this World Cup has been we've had some 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 big occasions you know we started the it was so much pressure heaped on us at the start and that we don't start tournaments well and this that the other and we come out and we produced a big performance against Scotland and we dipped against Japan who you know went from strength to strength they're, they're a fantastic team and it has been a little bit of a, a roller coaster of emotion, pressure, everything. And, and I think what's been, been really good is, is the way that this group has stuck together. And, and honestly, the way we prepared this week, we went into this game fully expecting to win. You don't always get that, but at least we had that. And it didn't happen first tonight. But I think this World Cup in Japan has had a lot of things. It's had upsets, it's had weather, it's had some fantastic performances. And I think credit has to go to, to Japanese rugby and, and world rugby for, for you know, having the, I suppose, the balls to bring it here and, and you know, I think it's been a fantastic tournament and we're unbelievably upset to be leaving it and, and I'm unbelievably upset Dave, with the thought that I'll never pull on a green jersey again except to go and support that's Roy Best speaking after his final game for Ireland yesterday. We're nearly out of time. We had uh, tickets to give away to the Senior Football Championship final and next week, uh, which is the clash between Juhalo and Nemo Rangers, which should be an absolute cracker next Sunday afternoon. Uh, we had five pairs of tickets to give away. We wanted the answer to this simple question. Uh, the name of the cup given to the Senior Football Champions, Kiran, is... The Andy Scandal Cup. Nice. And the winners are... The winners are Tim Healy from Liz Carroll, Juliet Guiney from Lombardstown, uh, John Shane of Kish Game, uh, Shane Curtin of Castle Magner, and John DC of Ballincollig. All right, guys, congratulations on that. We'll uh, be in touch and uh, give you details on how you can collect your tickets uh, later on in the week. That should be a good game, though. Do hello, Nemo Rangers, care. Yeah, definitely. Uh, do hello, very disappointed after losing out last year. Uh, they'll want to go one further. Nemo, obviously, very very strong outfit and a lot of players looking for a place on uh, Ronan McCarthy's uh, mm. team next year who was at the, the hurling final today well, I don't think you'll find much players there but um, yeah there could be a lot of fellas looking to put up their hands next year or for next year sorry uh, next week yeah Nemo looking for their uh, first title since that 2017 when they beat the Bars in the replay and uh, the Bars of course uh, last year's champions as they beat this year's finalists to Hallow uh, by a goal in last year's final but it should be a cracking game we'll have a big uh, build up to that game coming up on the Big Red Bench on Saturday evening and of course we'll have all the reaction uh, to the game on Sunday's show uh, pretty much it from us here I'd say is it? that is pretty almost it, it. Yeah, that's yeah just trying to fill up the time here until we get exactly in the time we have to get out on, on. Uh, if you missed any of our show you can um, join us or you can join us on the Big Red Bench podcast you can get that on redextra.ie also on redfm.ie and wherever you get your podcasts from as well uh, so you can uh, check that out and if you missed any of yesterday's show uh, that'll be on there as well and indeed uh, all the shows from the last couple of weeks the Big Red Bench podcast wherever you get your podcasts from and on redextra.ie as well enjoy the rest of your Sunday evening folks Alan Donovan's up next with Green on Red 
missed the show? Grab the Big Red Bench podcast at redfm.ie. Cork's Red FM.